Happy Halloween! I'm Mike Shrews. I'm Tivis. And you're listening to The Monster Cast, Episode 4. Welcome back again, everybody. I am Mike Shrews here with my co-host Tivis. And I still haven't touched any of my wife's decorations. <laughs> and you're listening to the Monster Cast, the podcast where we watch the monsters and talk about the episodes or episode or movie that we just watched with our thoughts and everything in between, where Tivis gives us information and trivia because I'm too lazy to go out and do it. So without further ado, let's get into it and remember, happy Halloween. You know, I think I finally figured out where my uh, Munster's box set is since Uh I got it back from my dad. Yeah. It's on my bookshelf. (laughs) That's covered? (laughs) Yeah. Nice. (laughs) That's all right. It'll be free next week. (laughs) All right. So what are we doing today? We got episodes... uh, Six and six seven. and seven today. Oh, uh, first up, we got Locale Monster. It aired October 29th, 1964, written by Norm Abbott, directed by Norm. Oh, I might have these backwards. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Norm Liebman and Ed Haas directed. Those are normally the writers. Uh, OK, maybe you have that backwards. Yeah, I think I got them backwards. <laughs> but anyway, it's the three people we're familiar with by now. OK. All right. Um, and so we have a synopsis here for Low Cal Munster. I'm 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 still confused by the name. So maybe you have some information on that later. Um Low Cal Munster, as Tivis said, October 29th, 1964. Herman wants to attend a reunion of his army buddies, but he cannot fit into his uniform. Since Lily does not want him to go, they make a deal that if Herman can lose enough weight to fit into the uniform. She will allow him to attend. Unfortunately, Herman starts his diet just as Thanksgiving is approaching, and the hunger-stricken Herman can be a potentially dangerous thing. All right. Uh, We open this one once again with Herman strapped in uh, Grandpa's lab. Because he's Dr. Frankenstein. (laughs) And uh, this time, Herman breaks free yes destroy oh yeah his hairy hands are back yes his hairy hands are back for like a scene or two uh (laughs) he uh breaks free knocks uh everything off of grandpa's tv then kicks it (laughs) well it's funny because as he's getting up the 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 bed thing that he's laying on that he has him hooked to swings up and hits him in the butt and pushes him into the tv and then he gets mad at the tv and (laughs) knocks into it i'm just like what did the tv do to you man come on (laughs) then we get an exterior shot of the house where he herman busts through the door 
goes up to their fence, yeah. rips, basically destroys the fence, scares yeah. some poor guy carrying flowers. We never find out what that dude's deal is. I think uh, maybe he was one of the Maryland's dates of potential dates. That's what I thought. But, but the never episode know. never yeah. goes into it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we see him looking into a house through the window. It's very, very Frankenstein like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're having Thanksgiving dinner. He busts Actually, through the real quick is really reminiscent of the very first time we saw Herman in episode one was oh, creepily yeah. looking, was through, looking the through the window. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he busts into these people's house. He's like, you know, doing the whole Frankenstein thing, grunting and groaning. And then we get the voiceover from Herman's voice and he's looking around like he can hear it. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, boy, you're wondering how it's kind of similar to, uh, was that new show that, or that it's not new, but it just came back the wonder years where it's, you, you probably wonder how we got into this situation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then the intro starts and we get into the story. <laughs> Which is about 10 days later, he said, or 10 days earlier is what mm-hmm. he says with it. Um, this is this, this all started 10 days earlier and then it, it jumps to 10 days earlier and then you get into the intro mm-hmm. and shit like that. Um, which, I, I love the fact that he can hear his own voiceover. Yeah, he's just like <laughs> looking. Um, and then we uh, we jump into the show after the credits and it's uh, Herman trying to fit into his military uniform, as the synopsis yep. said. I believe this is our first look at their attic. Yes, the first time we see their attic. It took me a second to realize they were in the attic because the whole house looks the same. <laughs> um, it would have been funny if the attic was the one place that there were no cobwebs at, like no spider webs and stuff. That would be that would have been funny for about two seconds, and then people would be like, "Well, I don't get it." <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, I. I I realized it was the attic once they went to the mannequin thing. And then I was like, oh, it's supposed to be the attic because mannequins, addicts, for some reason, it's a stereotype of doing it, even though I have a mannequin in my attic. So <laughs> let's. That doesn't shock me at all. I have two of them and a bunch of mannequin heads, too. One which sits right at the entrance of the attic to scare people from going in my attic. <laughs> my grandpa bought the house next to him to hi- uh, put his mannequins in the living room. So they're in a. Uh, nativity scene basically around a fake fire like a bunch of homeless people <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and you could see it through the window <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's dive into this one uh herman's trying to put on his um was he in the Old navy uniform? do they say i forget what if they say what branch he was in uh, he was in the army no, the uh, actor fun fact was in the navy that's what it is okay um so he was a submarine chaser mm-hmm Oh, when men were men. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, he's having trouble fitting into his jacket. And, uh, you know, grandpa's there just being an asshole, making fun of him for being fat. Yeah. Which grandpa has no reason to talk. (laughs) (laughs) What what are you doing? Um, Uh, 
he really wants to go to this reunion and Lily isn't having it. She's like, we haven't been apart for 100 years, which is confusing considering he was in World War Two, which means was she at the bases with him or on the submarine? No, that was the real guy. Was, was he at the bases with him? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was. Um, uh, so they're again diving more into, as we talked about last week, they're diving more into the dynamic of the family and what what they did and stuff like that. So Herman was like. At first, I thought they were going to make it as like a part of him was in the mm. military, not like him himself, like what we know as Herman. I thought there was going to be like, oh, yeah, my torso was in the, <laughs> the army or something, uh, but they didn't do that. So I'm interested to see, uh, again, as the show progresses, what they do with the character development of this, because Herman's just like, like, so now he's... <sighs> Was he a kid? <laughs> Damn it. I want to know. Because in last last episode we watched, uh, when we talked about him potentially thinking he had a kid, um, yeah. they he was like, Oh, I was just like this when I was a youngin or something. I was like, wait, what? Were were you a kid? Like, but you were you're made out of man parts. So what's <laughs> so was, I was he at one point made out of kid parts? Maybe. Ooh. This is getting oh, dark. I want to watch that movie now. <laughs> Hopefully um, they're just grave robbers and not kid murderers when they made him. <laughs> we got a, a comment of uh, Grandpa talking about Grandma, which maybe yeah. Lily's mom? Yes. Uh, or um, it could just be one of his wife, but apparently she was a giantess. <laughs> so we did Oh, that was a note I had for last episode and I totally forgot it. But in last episode, I think it was episode five that we talked about last week. Um, Four and five. They uh, grandpa or Herman actually says that grandpa's his father-in-law. So that opens up. Oh, they do establish that it's through through Lily's side. Through through that, um, which they do break into. They actually admit more of it as we go on with these two episodes here six and seven that we watched this week um which i have in my notes too for episode seven for sure so yeah i i wanted to bring that up just because i totally forgot about it last week and um so now let's talk about this episode so yeah he can't fit into his outfit apparently grandpa was married to a freaking giant giantess yeah (laughs) like <laughs> He's still got the corset and on a uh, giant looking mannequin in the attic. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay. I want to see uh, his wives. I want a picture of all of his wives. Yeah. Because <laughs> he said uh, in like the episode one, I think that, you know, he uh, he still talks to him. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you're you're under the impression that he stole his powers from each of them. Maybe oh maybe their personalities in them in his head. I don't know about that. I'm making Rob Zombie's monsters movie now. <laughs> um, uh, Herman throws a little fit because he wants to go, nearly bringing down the house again. Yeah. It seems like a weekly thing with us where he almost destroys the house. Yeah, uh, and, he, and he he hits the thing. He's like, I want to go. I want to go. Is it? I think th- at this point, Lily makes a deal with him. Like, if you can fit in your yeah. uniform, you'll go and I won't complain. Right. But you should go see a doctor. So he makes he be, he calls up the doctor who we met last week. 
Dr. And Dudley. Gets uh, which new patient, which makes me think this was aired out in the wrong order. Yes, I was wondering the same thing. That was my main note for this episode was, was were these episodes out of order? I believe so because they were aired. as we were about to get into the stuff they described didn't last the one we watched last week uh-huh. happened in this one you know he thinks herman brought his dog yes. he faints yeah yeah um and uh herman yeah so i i 100 think that they were aired out of order which yeah uh, i would say it's okay but i mean uh, for that time they didn't really care People weren't no. going back and rewatching this. I mean, stuff, so. this is clearly a Thanksgiving episode we're having for Halloween, uh, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, you know, uh, anyway, we cut to the doctor, who again, if you don't remember from last week, was Templeton in Charlotte's Web, uh, <laughs> and he sends his glasses off with the nurse to go get. Uh, fixed or resized or something. I forget. I think they needed adjusted for some reason. Um, yeah, which made no sense because you're about to see your patients. <laughs> yeah. And well, I mean, we already established uh, he's, that he's, he's not crazy. a great doctor. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I guess that that might work for then the these scenes for it being already previously established that he's just a weird kooky guy. Mm. Um. It's like, yeah, maybe somebody was like, well, maybe we should shoot it in this or not shoot it in this order, but, you know, put it out there. Or maybe they just like the actor and they were like, hey, let's do that because we like the actor. Yeah, maybe. So, Uh, And so, you know, we get Herman coming into the office and it's let me tell you, as someone who has glasses. What he sees in this is actually probably the most accurate I've seen uh-huh. out of any show. Try to explain what it's like to take your glasses Just off and like see super things. blurry. Oh, yeah. The only yeah. thing that was missing is you could actually tell where his eyes are, which for me, with most people, those are just dark sockets. You all look like you're uh, living <laughs> dead when I have my glasses off. Uh, all right. I don't know if that's normal or not, but that's how it looks for me. <laughs> So what Tivis is saying is he is legally blind. <laughs> oh, very much so. Do you see how thick this stuff is? Yeah. Um, oh, right, yeah. So so Herman walks I'm into only the 30, office. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Herman walks into his office and they go through the whole spew like uh, the you dog hands, hands again, which we which we've seen. Um, Which they they appear and disappear throughout this episode, so keep an eye out. The whole time. The whole time they disappear and reappear. And um, so I wonder if they're only for that doctor, like the gag for that (laughs) specific character, and that's it. We'll find out, I guess, if like we move forward and they never reappear. Well, I do have a note here. The hairy hands never appear again after this. In this, uh, after this episode? Yep. That we never see him again. <laughs> like for all the episodes, though, or just like what you've watched? Just uh, according to the trivia, okay. never seen. Never seen again. <laughs> nice. Much like Grandpa's prosthetic that we had, you know, a couple weeks ago. Oh, like his long, elongated nose. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, let's see. He tries to take his blood pressure and then comments how he cheaps out on buying his equipment, which bad doctor. Bad. <laughs> Don't admit it, at least. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It, and uh, 
so they do this like light exam and then uh herman i was gonna say truman herman <laughs> goes <The> president back, <laughs> herman goes back home and um he has the letter well, after destroying the weight machine and making the doctor you know he gets yeah. his glasses back and passes out destroying his desk yeah he just falls that's <laughs> a cheap ass desk he must get his furniture same place from the same place that the wwf used to get their tables from <laughs> yeah um so herman takes his note back and he clearly did never read it until he got home um, yeah and starts Wait, oh. reading it in front of uh, lily uh, and grandpa go on the entire examination the doc the herman's making comments that the doctor is taking as jokes yeah uh which to me was pretty hilarious because my grandpa always did that again my grandparents were awesome i'm gonna bring them up a lot so if you don't <laughs> like it deal with it um he once actually got put on suicide watch because he made a bad joke about how being in marriage is making him want to die. <laughs> uh, so they they literally strapped him to like if they put his bed or hands strapped to a bed. Yeah. Because nice. they don't take jokes at these places. No, they, especially <laughs> about that type of stuff. Um, no. <laughs> that's kind of funny, though. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so we finally get to the reading of the leather. Herman reads it in front of Grandpa and Lily. And again, Grandpa yeah. with his smart-ass remark. Uh, yeah, that, it's like, you're going to have to change the way you live or you're going to be dead within a week. Big yeah. deal. It's never stopped me. Right. <laughs> um, Which then we're trying to say, like, they, they're like, so is Herman alive? Is he dead? Is he dead alive? He's got no heartbeat, so. Because Lily is clearly dead she's made reference to being dead every episode pretty much and grandpa and grandpa which, i mean they're both draculas so i guess herman would be alive because it's alive it's alive type thing so he is alive so i guess he can die he just has a slower heart rate and blood i don't pressure. think he has one because when he's getting his heart which oh my god he didn't put the stethoscope in his ears bad yeah. doctor but as he's you know checking for a heartbeat they're knocking on the door to hand him back his glasses and he thinks that's the heartbeat yeah um but he did check they said his like temperature was what 60 something i don't he did he put it in his mouth and they immediately grabbed it back so it's in the 60s but who knows if that's because you don't take a temperature that way no you don't <laughs> Takes it rectally, damn it. <laughs> I mean, if that's your thing. <laughs> Davis, don't be shaming people. No. <laughs> um, so we go through, he finds out he has to basically go on a diet. Yes. For 10 days to lose all this weight. <laughs> One, um, I want to know how much weight he plans on losing in the 10 days. I thought they said it was like a hundred pounds or yeah, something. Yeah, he had to lose like a hundred pounds. Which I don't know if that I once lost 10 pounds over three days because I was so sick I couldn't eat food, but I lost I don't think a hundred is possible. Right. I lost about almost 15 pounds when I was super sick with uh COVID. And but I wasn't eating anything or drinking anything. Like I was yeah. trying to, but it wasn't staying. That is same. I, I had a really bad 
flu. Right. It's I've never been that sick in my life and hopefully won't again. Yeah. So I'm I'm very curious as to how they planned on 100 pounds. Like, he could have just cut a limb off. <laughs> he could, well, he needs to put the jacket on, though, is the problem. He could have changed the his torso. He could have went out and found another body and you know, like put this torso Apparently on Apparently they have bodies strewn around the <laughs> right? buildings or the house. You're, you're Frankenstein's monster. Let's just give you a new, like, don't worry about working out. Isn't that the whole point? Of being able to just switch your body parts. Isn't that what our medical field wants us to be able to get to eventually? Cyborg me. <laughs> so getting back to the episode, yes. we cut to the next morning. We got Grandpa reading the Transylvania Gazette, which again, is he actually Dracula? He's totally Dracula and Dr. Frankenstein. There, I I I hope we never find out. I love the little illusions they're doing. Yeah. Like, don't give me a definite answer. I want to constantly be questioning this. Yeah. Because we might we think he might be Frankenstein now, too. I mean, didn't they do that in the Van Helsing movie where Dracula was Frankenstein? I believe so, but it has been quite some time, and I'm definitely or, rewatching or that now. just try and take Frankenstein's tech? I don't remember. I don't remember. I know he needed Frankenstein's monster. He didn't create the monster. Or maybe he did. I would have to watch the beginning of that. I forget. But I, I know still have to watch that I Frankenstein movie that everyone hated. I Frankenstein. Was that the one with the dude who played uh uh Two Face? Maybe. <laughs> um I just know that it was potentially going to be part of the dark universe, even though it's a DC comic. Oh, yeah. I saw this one. It wasn't horrid. It wasn't great, but it wasn't horrid. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, we get uh, the episode. I, I want to I have a note here. The shot of them at this family dinner table uh-huh. mirrors the opening. Like okay. the table is sideways. They got the window there, the window there, and um, the way they're sitting is pretty much like the family in that opening shot. Yeah. I'm wondering now if this is like he's going to be hallucinating at this point in the episode. Because we get to his food and his only thing he gets is a glass of water and a vitamin B12. Yeah. Which he then oversalts. <laughs> and and if you notice when he drops the no it's salt because when he puts too much down he throws it over his shoulder for good luck but he puts pepper on there too because when you look at the plate there's flecks of black on there too oh well then maybe he did it with the pepper as kind of like a reverse maybe yeah i thought it was salt but i think he might have had it might have been a salt pepper mix maybe maybe who knows 60s weird uh lily then it's like has a freak out moment like just eat something please yeah. for the love of god <laughs> uh, I, I really enjoyed the the element of him doing the stupid pill thing because i feel that a lot of play, people have done that again since then um mm -hmm. for sure like trying to cut the pill <laughs> i'm just gonna eat the pill that's all i'm eating is this vitamin that's really not going to do anything nutritious for my body whatsesoever and then he gets like so indigestion and grandpa's like i didn't know pills could give you indigestion and and this is another 
thing where grandpa's just a dick <laughs> yeah because he's like getting a scoop of food or i forget what the hell he was eating but he takes the fork he gets it close to herman waits for herman to start yeah. getting close and then eats it i think it was like a piece of meat or like a melon yeah. or something yeah <laughs> he's just like here you go <laughs> right in front of him like a dick oh it's he's such a jerk <laughs> he is he is a very big jerk um we cut to herman sneaking around at night which there's some strange noise going on which i think was supposed to be his stomach rumbling but it sounded more like water slushing around yeah yeah it was supposed to be his stomach just like i don't even know what it was it was just like type noise um he's going by candlelight by the way through the house yeah he makes it to the kitchen grandpa's waiting for him hanging upside down in the kitchen well no first he grabs the big old piece of uh meat out of the fridge oh yeah the salami he's about to eat (laughs) then grandpa like shows up and takes it from him like a dick (laughs) even though you're never gonna last even even though he's like (laughs) he keeps telling him he's not gonna last and that he needs to eat something he's being helpful but a jerk about it yeah at the same time (laughs) and um and he keeps opening and closing the curtain. Which, did you notice the first time it closed, it closed on his face? Did it? Yeah. I didn't notice the second that. time he leaned back a bit, so it missed him. But the first time it got him right in the nose. <laughs> All right. Um, let's move along with this one. So uh, my only note was the out of order thing for this episode. It's pretty cut and dry with. Yeah, uh, Herman has a little tantrum with Superman breath. Uh, He finds out that the reunion is on Thanksgiving and they go through all the food that you have at Thanksgiving. When they get the pumpkin pie, he has the same reaction I do year round, which is falling out of my chair in excitement. Uh, (laughs) And he passes out. He he blacks out, basically. And then they call Dr. Dudley um, to the house yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and he gets there and, and he, they, they tell him what happened and he goes over and grabs his wrist to check for a heart and then the uh, heartbeat and our pulse makes sorry. a comment on the hairy hands again, makes a comment <laughs> on the hairy hands, which shows back up. Um, and then uh, he checks for a heartbeat with his stethoscope, stethoscope. And then using it correctly this time, he fucking just grabs the blanket and covers <laughs> his head it over like his he's dead. <laughs> he's like, I'm sorry, but you called me too. Like, I'm like, what, what type of doctor is saying that? <laughs> like, so how long was he in the military for? Uh, three years and Herman just four. Four. Wait, what? Remember? <laughs> yeah. And he yeah, I was up. in the military for four years. He's like, Oh, you're alive. Well, thank God. <laughs> well, then the, when he sits up, the doctor just like looks and bolts it out of there. Dudley bolts <laughs> out of there. He's like, nope, I'm out. Oh, man. So as a solution, he gets strapped down to try to keep himself from cheating on his diet, which is we go full circle. We're back at the beginning. We find out yeah. the the TV is on and it's talking about how all the amazing food you can have for Thanksgiving, which yep. is causing him to go berserk. And that's <laughs> why he kicks it. I really feel grandpa left that on 
on purpose just to fuck with him because <laughs> he's oh, such yeah. a dick so <laughs> he had to have um uh, so then we get again we're going back through herman breaks out they they actually showed the entire scene over which i found interesting like mm-hmm. nowadays they would just cut to and then this is where i landed or some shit so uh, they uh, let it play all going back, back out. to the uh tv real quick a little yeah. trivia uh, the guy who did the TV, his name was uh, uh, his name is Michael Jackson. After this episode, he went and did a radio show for thirty years, mm-hmm. and then he came back to acting. He did the voice of Alfred Pennyworth in the Dark Knight Ri- uh, Returns animated movies, oh, nice. and is also uh, Ganthet in the Green Lantern. So, little comic nerd knowledge. <laughs> nice. Um, all right, so then we get back to the people's house that he broke into. Broke yeah. it into. Wait, when we get back to it, he's looking around. He's hearing the voice, so, so he actually did hear his own voice. Yeah, yeah. It's, I love that little touch. They uh, they remembered. He's like, <laughs> "How did I get here?" Still, like, <laughs> I, I think he was just trying to think about why the hell he was even in these this person's house. Which this whole <laughs> this whole scenario like makes me question. So when Frankenstein's monster or Herman uh gets too hungry he basically angry. turns into a zombie or angry he's basically a zombie like creature almost <laughs> yeah and um and so he sits down and he starts eating their <laughs> turkey and he's like mm, turkey good 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 food and then he's like pass me this pass me <laughs> he's just like oh it's like pass me the gravy pass me the potatoes uh 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 what, what do they yeah, say? Cranberries? He's very, being cranberries? very polite, but also yeah. demanding at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> funny. And then we just cut from there again, like they like to do in the middle of a scene. They just cut to a new scene of uh, of Lily and Grandpa talking about Herman's um Yeah, it's adventure. so nice of them. They didn't call the police. I- <laughs> yeah. They didn't call the police. They they even gave him a doggy bag. To go. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, i'm sure once he got some food in him and calmed down he was very polite to him uh other than he freaking ate their turkey with his hands uh yeah but uh it seems like they're uh what was it episode one or two they had their whole thing we need to go out and meet our neighbors more i think they're doing a pretty good job with that (laughs) they've gotten to know quite a few (laughs) what what a hell of a way to meet your neighbors uh, yeah. <laughs> so they, they um do that and then herman comes down because they're like oh he's never gonna fit into that now after his you know extravagant dinner uh last mm-hmm. night or whatever and herman comes down and he's fitting in his jacket just fitting in it perfectly fine mm-hmm. and she's like uh lily's like oh that's perfect you look great i never thought i love a man in uniform yeah and then she's like i thought i'd never have to say goodbye to you in this uniform again and she touches him again she said they were together for a hundred years straight this isn't that long after world war ii right that they've never been without each other for a hundred years or some shit yeah yeah i'm so confused yeah because it can't be 
hundred years ago because his buddies were still alive. <laughs> yeah. Which they also said that, you know, whenever he would, um, we passed it, whenever he would get up, the enemy would run from him. But he's like, yeah. come to think of it though, some of our own guys would do the same thing. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so anyways, he's, he comes down and she's like, Oh, are you great in uniform? Blah, blah, blah. And then she goes she and gives him a hug him. and touches his chest. And she's like, Oh, what's this? And she unbuttons the jacket. And what's he wearing to this? It's grandma's corset. <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect that to come back into this story at all. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, as soon as like I realized where they were going with it, cause <laughs> I was like, I wonder if he's, uh, yeah. I didn't think it was going to be that corset, but I thought he was going to be wearing some type of like mangirl or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was funny to, to see him like wearing that. And then uh, I, that- I was not expecting that to have any payoff at all. I thought it was just <laughs> a throwaway joke. <laughs> Which they do so many throwaways in here, but then I so know, many end up paying off it. later down the road. It's <laughs> funny. Um, and then he ends up taking it off and we end the episode there. And that's that's basically this whole episode. It's just a Thanksgiving Does dinner he get to go one. to his reunion? Maybe. <laughs> yes. Yes, he does. Uh, because it's so, the uh, 60s and his wife isn't going to stop him. <laughs> <laughs> He seems very respectful for the 60s man. It's because he's many men. <laughs> so for our guests on this one, we got uh, Carl Rowe as Mrs. Fairchild. Uh, Ronnie Rendell Jr. as Freddy, who was a henchman in Star Trek The First Contact, but was mostly a stunt performer. Okay. <laughs> a little Star Trek. Uh, Michael Jackson as the TV announcer. Not... The one everyone knows. Uh, Dick Winslow as Seymour Farbner, who is uh, been in. I started putting down stuff that I would I find fascinating instead of just the popular shit, because I don't watch the popular shit. Uh, he was right. in The Incredible Hulk and my favorite Martian. The Incredible Hulk. Uh, the... the 1979 series. OK. All right. Uh, Monty Margits as Ann Farbner. Uh, Diane Courtney as Arlene Farbner and Scott. Oh, no. Scott McCarter as Lester Farbner. And then Elise Baker as Grandma Farbner. So this must be the family he busted in on. Paul uh, Lindy, Linda, whatever however you pronounce it. I'm sorry. I'm bad at it. Uh, comes back as the doctor for his second of three. Okay. Uh, Herman is of German origin and was raised in England, but served in the U.S. Army during World War II. Fred uh, Gwine, is that Gwyn. right? Yeah, Gwyn. Served Gwyn. in the U.S. Navy as a radio man on a submarine chaser, like I said. Uh, Michael Jackson, TV. Mrs. Fairchild messes up uh, giving the glasses uh, back to the doctor. As uh-huh. uh, you can clearly see her laugh, wave her hands, and walk away awkwardly. So... Th- <laughs> There's a chance she might have thought that they were going to retake that and just gave up as being character. <laughs> right. Um, Lily says they haven't been apart for 100 years. That makes no sense. And Herman's hands, you know, they're hairy and not hairy all over the fucking place. Yep. All over. All over. Awesome. Um, I enjoyed this one. OK. I was about to say final thoughts on this one. I I liked it. It it was yeah. uh, pretty fun 
fun watch. Um, again, you're somewhat learning a little bit more about the family. And yeah. that's about it. I mean, episode seven, correct? So for a sitcom, six. seven episodes in, or episode six, sorry, uh, six episodes in for a sitcom, you're, they've actually given you a lot of information yeah. for some of the characters. And um, Will we ever yeah. see grandma, though? Is grandma dead? Which grandma? He's had a hundred wives. Well, he only called one grandma. So. Uh, he's only talked about one specific. He said he said grandma instead of one of my wives or anything like that. So it yeah, had to be somebody that true. they all knew. Uh, haven't didn't see the invisible guy this episode. Nope. Or and Eddie we? wasn't in a cupboard. Oh, there's a fun fact for you. <laughs> no cupboard. It. Awesome. Um. Yeah, you know, it's kind of weird Thanksgiving episode for Halloween, but hey, whatever. Yeah, yeah, because they aired this, what, October 29th? 29th, two days So it's Thanksgiving for that, and then I'm sure their Thanksgiving time uh, probably wasn't anything like that. Okay, we might have an Easter episode, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that was Locale Munster um, episode six. So what we got for episode seven, man, or, or do you uh, have any last words for episode six before we jump forward? No. Awesome. All right. So what we got uh, for seven? The Tin Can Man, which is the first episode so far that doesn't have monster in the title. Tin Can Aired man. November 5th, 1964, written by Robert Lewin, who was producer on Star Trek The Next Generation, mm-hmm. writer for The Bold and the Brave, 1956 show, not the one and uh also wrote for judd for the defense which if you look at the cover of that the person on that looks like ashton kutcher and it's weird because it's a 60s show <laughs> uh the teleplay was written by norm lehman and ed haas i don't know what that means so you can explain that if you wait the what teleplay teleplay yeah does that mean they adapted the script that robert wrote for tv or something maybe television come play. on you're the film guy <laughs> yeah but it, it could mean many di- especially from the 60s i'm not sure all right well the director was earl bellamy this time who uh directed i spy and was the second unit director of in a lonely place and from here to eternity okay Uh, yeah, see, because teleplay means something completely different right now. Okay. Uh, a story prepared for television production, recent examples on the web, and in addition to mimicking the format of tele- uh, teleplay. That's what that says. But I think it probably meant something different then. Screenplay or script used in the production of scripted television program and series. There you go. Okay. A television play. All right, that's interesting. I wonder what this was originally written for. Then, if it wasn't for TV. Oh. All right. So, oh, episode seven, the Tin Can the, Man uh, synopsis. Uh, Eddie's, oh yeah, yeah, synopsis. Eddie is in danger of being expelled from school. His only chance to prevent this is doing a great project for the school's science fair. 
There we go. And we open this one up with uh, Herman storming up the stairs to tell Lily that Eddie is flunking science. Yeah. Which apparently Which is, the family holds science in like high regard. Yeah. Because, you know, Grandpa Herman. Herman. So walk. And uh, uh, Grandpa constantly doing experiments. Grandpa's like, yeah. But Herman is literally a walking science experiment. <laughs> and not only is he flunking, but he's hiding uh, letters from the school to the parents, which is a big no, no. That, that would probably make me more angry than him flunking if it was my kid. Yeah. Um. So actually, uh, with this first shot, I, I want to point out this is the first shot. Where we're shooting down the stairwell. Yeah, it is with the doorway and everything like that. So it, it was really cool to see that shot because it was something different. You don't see it. I'm sure we probably won't see it a whole lot either throughout the show. But it was it was a cool one because that's when he's storming up the stairs and uh, going to Lily's room and yelling about their kid. Their room. Their room. I hope they share a room. They're married. <laughs> he probably sleeps in the dungeon most of the time, strapped to the table. Because it's where we found stuff. him two times now. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So we get you know. Look, I've. Went to uh, a school where I got in detention and I needed to have uh, a letter signed by my mom. And I learned how to perfectly forge her signature. So she never found out. Uh, <laughs> so I got out of a lot of detentions that way. I was not a good kid. <laughs> no kid is a good kid. <laughs> uh, we we cut to Eddie's school, though, and find out that the. Uh, they, the school, I thought this was his teacher at first, but it's an investigator. What school has an investigator? Also, this might be a private school. Yeah, I was wondering if it was a private school or not. Um, uh, he's but a they have an investigator, so <laughs> I, uh, I want to live in the 60s and see if this was a thing. <laughs> yeah, they, they reveal he's a pri- former prison guard. Yeah. Um. Refers to the students as inmates all the time. And uh, refers to him as inmates. He He's a complete dick. He's grandpa oh for God. the school, basically. Um, and yeah, uh, I, I do want to point out, though, uh, Herman is supposed to have a meeting with the teacher. Yep. Or the principal. Well, the Sorry. principal. Sorry. Yeah, principal. Um but for some reason, he has he can't get out of work. And this is where we first see Herman what is working, work? which and I'm looks still like confused. it might be a funeral home. So I'm confused because he's saying stuff about selling. So does he sell floral arrangements for the funerals or does he work for the funeral home in some capacity? I don't because he's also saying that people are, you know, dying, dying to, to come. come to their sales. Right. And, and when I, you see him, you just see a bunch of floral arrangements, but then you hear uh-huh. in the background a funeral service starting. So I'm like, does he sell the floral arrangements? Does he work for the funeral home? Maybe he does both. Maybe the funeral home has floral arrangements that he puts together. And then he also is like a, uh, uh, 
What, what are they called when they carry the casket? I'm sorry. I'm Paul Bear? Paul Bear, yes. So maybe. Maybe he drives the hearse. Who knows? Maybe. Uh, that would be a hell of a hearse driver, actually. I would I would love yeah. to see that. <laughs> yeah, it's so... Like, it could be so many different... He might work at a freaking floral shop for all we know. <laughs> but those were all floral arrangements for funerals. Oh. <laughs> or... Could be for a wedding. There's some like you, some people have like the circles and arches for their wedding. <laughs> but the music was definitely funeral. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, uh, we glossed over a little bit, though. Uh, we? Her, we get Herman grounding Eddie, which is something I'm familiar with because I was grounded like pretty much my entire childhood having stuff taken from me. Uh, he's got a <laughs> joke book that he's reading from and then his wife tells him, hey, you know, you're about to be late for work. He's like, oh, yeah, they're calling me late Herman. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he's laughing his ass off on this this joke book oh, the yeah. entire time. <laughs> and some of the jokes that he's, like, laughing about, because he says one that was, like, and, and Lily did not like the joke because it's just sexist Yo, and shit. <laughs> yeah. like, she's like, why do you like that shit? And he's like, oh, it's funny. It makes me giggle. <laughs> But I can I, I I can say the same thing because I've said some jokes that my wife does not appreciate. But I'm like, you know, I don't mean it. It's just, just a joke. <laughs> dude, you you got some bad dad jokes that you say. <laughs> like to us. You're welcome. <laughs> um uh. but yeah, I I uh I appreciated the joke book thing. Uh, it, it's showing more of a dynamic between the relationship with Herman and Lily that it's not just like mm -hmm. perfect, like 100% perfect. No. There's always the, there's always the eye rolls at the husband. Trust me, people. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know I get actually landed a zinger if I get an eye roll. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as we're going through, he goes to work. Then we see the floor arrangement stuff there. But we also learned that Eddie is building a robot yep, with, with the help of grandpa. Yeah. Um, Which grandparents helping out with uh, science projects. homework without saying, you know, don't tell anyone I helped you. Right. Is that the American pastime? <laughs> I, I didn't help him. I. I, yeah. He did it all by himself. I supervised is what grandpa says later. Um, yeah. So we actually go down to the lab and see the robot and with, is it Marilyn goes down there with Eddie? I don't think she's down there, but she is about to answer the phone. Okay. All right. We'll take it away, dude. Yeah, uh, Herman gets <laughs> stuck at work, which we were just, you know, talking about the yeah. floor arrangements music. And he's like, hey, Meryl, could you go and talk to the principal for me? Or no, he's like, can you send grandpa first? He's like, oh, you know, he doesn't go out during the day. Dracula, of course. Which we've seen him out in the day <laughs> many <laughs> times already. Uh, he, he turned into a wolf and attacked someone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so she's like... Hey, I'll just go for you. He's like, oh, would you? That'd be great. Yeah. So uh, while she's on their way there, they don't realize uh, 
the investigator is on the way to the monster's house. And yeah. the first person he meets, Grandpa. <laughs> Probably the worst person to he meet. could have. It would have been a better spot would have answered the door. <laughs> yeah. At least the problem would have been solved real quick. Uh, <laughs> Damn, that so, got dark. <laughs> <laughs> there's bodies buried around the house. It's already dark. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, yeah, so the investigator goes to the monster's home. How? What the fuck was I just trying to say? Home. The monster's home. And um, he gets basically a tour by Grandpa, which mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like Grandpa is... I, uh, hiding anything he's like honest no, he seemed fuck. pretty happy about the company <laughs> and and uh he takes him down to the lab and he shows him the robot well first they make a comment about oh this is an interesting looking house he's like yeah i know uh and my, my daughter, daughter does it all uh, by decorates. herself yeah. yeah which is she the one doing the cobwebs <laughs> maybe she's like a spider too and she shoots the web i don't know because they well, reappear we, all over the place. Yeah, the the um, as uh, we nanny find out was in a few minutes in when they weren't even home. Yeah, well, we we find out in a few minutes too that the the webs just reappear. So maybe she's feeding the spiders so that the spiders have maybe the energy to silk it all up. Um, uh, we get our uh, the crow appearance doing his Edgar Allan Poe thing, which yep. I am not a fan of Edgar Allan Poe, so you know whatever. Boo. Uh, uh, <laughs> grandpa feeds his goldfish and a similar uh, I've said before I'm watching these with side by side with Adams and Gilligan uh-huh. he feeds the goldfish a similar way that the Adams family feeds their piranhas but I think this show does it better okay because in the Adams family he takes a chunk of meat dips it into the water and then like a bone shoots out the other side this one it's the same stick so yeah. it was a better, better effect. Yeah. Better way to see how they, they revealed uh, it. And at this point I'm thinking grandpa's revealing too much. Is he about to kill this guy? Uh, um, well, he gets very close. <laughs> <laughs> then we get to the lab <laughs> where he's showing off the robot and, uh, the investigator's like, Oh, no kid raised in this environment can, is, should be allowed to go to our school. So grandpa's like, really grabs the robot get him <laughs> yeah <laughs> like yeah grandpa's gonna kill him he six the terminator on him <laughs> yeah. which this robot i uh anyone who's watched adventures of superman which aired you know like it, it ended about uh five or six years before this show started it had a robot on that show exact similar design so i wonder if it's a reused prop or they just rebuilt it with that in mind maybe or if it's just a generic robot just a generic robot design probably and some cans dude (laughs) so the investigator's running out of the house while the house seems to be attacking him on his way out no he's just uh i think it's the fear is making him feel like it's probably attacking him um well the porsche definitely hits him in the ass oh yeah totally totally does so is the house alive then or is grandpa Grandpa controlling the house yeah yeah I think it might just be grandpa's magical powers. Um, mm. I'm not sure how, cause we don't know how grandpa is OP. Like, yeah. like we don't know his power level. He's Dracula so, maybe. And Dracula and Frankenstein. Um, so we don't really know his 
powers. But before they go to the basement, we finally get verbal confirmation from grandpa himself that Lily is his daughter. Is his daughter. Yes. Which we kind of assume since she is a vampire. Yes. But and we and he said it in uh, or Herman said in another episode that we've already watched that it's his father-in-law, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. This is like the verbal confirmation I think that you needed. Uh, maybe back in the day people didn't give a crap, but we're just yeah. sitting here like, how are they related? We were wondering. Yeah, because <laughs> even Lily calls him grandpa. When he's she's talking to her own husband, though, not like to Eddie, like it's they one don't thing. call him anything but grandpa. Yeah. And sometimes the count. Yeah, that's his name. The grandpa. <laughs> like she should be calling him dad or something. <laughs> Even when they introduce him to other people, which is why I'm wondering, is he is actually, you know, her dad or maybe the guy who bit her or. <laughs> Still, that would make her him master then not grandpa. Or maybe Master uh, probably wouldn't have been a very good word weird. to say. <laughs> so, <laughs> never mind. Uh, while this is going on with Grandpa and the investigator, we find out that Meryl is having a very nice conversation with the principal, and the principal clearly wants Meryl to come home with him. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and they get very close. I was like, um, what's going oh, on with this scene? he gets uncomfortably close. <laughs> it was very weird. Very, very Especially weird. Especially in today's environment. But, you know, back then, uh, different. <laughs> no, I honestly thought that they were going to, he was going to like try and like hit on her or something. But he didn't. He didn't. It just got really awkwardly close. Uh, yeah. Um, like he was like up in her business and stuff. So. Uh, that bubble was definitely popped. <laughs> so after she leaves, they have the nice conversation and the principal's like, yeah, you know, maybe this kid's not so bad. You know, his family loves science. Maybe he's just, you know, a little bored. Yeah. We can work with this. The investigator comes back where he's like, you know, their grandpa is Jack the Ripper, which maybe he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're just making grandpa every villain ever. <laughs> so he's like yeah look he's got he's got this killer robot he's like look if this kid built a robot he deserves to be at this school if it works you're fired (laughs) yeah he's just like yeah if it works and you know he says really if you're lying you're fired if it's not Mm -hmm. true what you're saying you're fired and i'm just like damn and then the guy walks out and he's like well I guess to job security, I need to make sure that robot doesn't work. I was like, that's not what he said. Maybe you should just tell the fucking truth and shut up, dude. Like, what? that's not what he said at all. He also talks about how being a prison guard was so much easier. Yeah. (laughs) Because kids are crazy, Tivis. You would know more than me. (laughs) I just have nieces and they're all right because we get to not go home with them. Uh, right <laughs> you get to leave them somewhere else <laughs> uh then we get the robot being introduced to herman which was the robot flirting with herman a little <laughs> i don't it winks at him i don't know robot's weird yeah yeah okay <laughs> Um, oh, oh, we also find out that the investigator is only there because his brother feels sorry for him and is on the school board. 
Is that why he's there, or is it just that uh, his, his brother's, brother's on, on the school, school board, board? But I'm just assuming it's because he feels bad for him because he's a piece of shit. Yeah, he is a big piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yawning already. Um, I was tired a couple episodes ago. Now you're tired. Yeah. <laughs> so let's dive into the rest of this, where we get to the science fair. Because there's not much else that happens. No, Herman comes home reading his book. Yeah. Uh, he complains that it takes him an hour to read a single joke. So that makes me think he's horrible at reading. Uh, we get the return of the classic car. Uh, the investigator is there. This is hilarious. The investigator is there to greet them when they arrive at the science fair. Yeah. And Grandpa sees him and immediately goes, there he is again. Get him. <laughs> He's like, get him sick. <laughs> sick on him. Uh, and the robot was about to attack him, too. And then uh, they, they, the guy says, oh, I'm just wanting to see how well you were doing. He walks around on the robot. And for some reason, there's a flap on the back that you yeah. can just, you know, open up loosely and he drops something and we don't really see in. what it is yet yeah and it and when they do reveal it did not look like what he dropped in no <laughs> so it looked like he dropped I something have words about that yeah um so then they try and get the robot to move and it just yeah it like it fries yeah uh so then like, they have to do a Emergency, emergency robot surgery, surgery. backstage. <laughs> yeah. Um, I honestly thought that they were going to eventually just take the robot apart and put Herman in the metal. I thought that's what it was going to be too, but oh. instead they, uh, well, they'd start the surgery, you know, oil starts coming out. Herman passes out and they're like, yeah, Oh God, it's getting to be Eddie's time. We got, oh, can we talk about some of the stuff we see at this science fair which is that's not a science fair at all this is a talent show uh electric chopsticks <laughs> why they, they were just the dumbest inventions dude <laughs> i'm sure somebody just grabbed the book that said the world's dumbest inventions and we're like here let's put these in here like the uh, electric chopsticks like what would you actually do like those would be pointless Unless you were, and, and you had no hands. You know? I, I gotta <laughs> give to feed it. You. I gotta give props to the woman who's playing this kid's mom because yeah, the her she's on screen for such a short time, but she gives off like that smug like my kid is a genius. Prepare, you know, yeah, feeling. <laughs> what were some of the other ones that they had? So it was the electric chopsticks. I, it was it was the one kid reading like some kind of formula to the crowd. Yeah, I think that's the only two we see. Yeah. Well, there was somebody else that was literally doing like a talent. They weren't actually. Yeah, it's a talent show. It's yeah. not a science fair. I've been to a science fair. I was forced to participate in one. It's just a room people walk around in. Yeah. You're not on stage. <laughs> it was a 60s, Tivis. You don't know what it was like. <laughs> <laughs> All I could say is building a volcano was a lot easier than a robot. Uh, <laughs> See, I would have been that kid that tried to build the robot. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm not doing a volcano. Everyone fucking does the you volcano. You would have been that kid that had your brother in the robot costume. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Or I would have been the guy who brought the kid, uh, my brother, to school, and I was going to try and dissect him in front of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and watch them all freak out. <laughs> oh, that would have been good. A little magic. 
<laughs> oh no magic uh, no magic just a scalpel <laughs> so can i say yeah <laughs> oh <laughs> all right uh can i say when they look at the clock while they're performing the surgery the clock the hands of the clock don't change at all no because no. i even rewound to, i'm like they're trying to say you know time is running no time passes yeah like, maybe they were gonna run a gag on the clock and they just didn't who knows <laughs> um the eventually grandpa does find a wrench in the well, robot yeah. literally Which, he's like i found the problem a wrench in the whatever what, what herman is out doing jokes bad jokes yes. on the stage they find a joke that they threw a wrench in the works and i'm like son of a bitch this whole episode was just a lead up to this one horrible joke wasn't it yeah yes yes it was it was all set up for this one joke <laughs> Yep. It's yeah. all about bad jokes. It's just, I saw this entire episode. And, and the funny thing is, too, with it is like Herman goes out on stage and he starts just reciting joke after joke from his joke book. <laughs> and people are loving it, but they're not necessarily loving the joke more so no, that they, they think, think he's a robot. He's the robot. Yeah. So they think he's a robot telling these jokes. So they think it's awesome that are uh, uh, animatronic, I guess, or. Yeah something that's not a biological being is up there telling these jokes and Which, that's what's getting him the applause because the jokes are horrible i don't even understand some of the jokes like he said no, one, they're I was so like, bad i was like that's that's not a joke that's a that's a a stant like you're just saying something that's yeah it. and he's uh he's loving the fame a bit too much he goes yeah. grabs like a hat and a cane starts you know doing the whole dance uh, he's Hello, coming back for more. Hello, that one. Yeah, for people that if anyone remembers the mas- old mascot to WB the frog. Yeah. Uh. It, it, so they get the robot working again, and they're like, "Okay, Herman, it you know, you got to stop. It's Fred. It's it's Eddie's day." <laughs> yeah. So he's like, oh, "All right," and then the robot explodes. Yeah, the robot explodes, and then. Eddie does the great thing. Um, this is one of the things I love about this show is, mm. you know, lesson after lesson after lesson. And yeah, I mean, most things have lessons in them, but this was really cool to see. Yeah. Uh, Eddie goes out, admits that his robot blew up and they want to give him the prize anyways. And he's like, no, 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 I don't want the prize. Just fuck off with that, please. I, I please got don't help give from my it. grandpa. I, I got cheated. help. Yeah. Don't they still end up giving him a prize for being so honest and shit like that? Yeah. Being yeah, they a good person. Him. Which they also tell the crowd that the robot blew up. So they think Herman's dead. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Um, I also want to go back to when they're doing the surgery backstage. Mm-hmm. Grandpa. And this is grandpa. Somewhat admits to making Herman. Oh, yeah. He was there for his creation. So I'm like. Even more so, he's Frankenstein. He's Dr. Frankenstein. Because he's like, I was there for Herman's, uh, you know, creation Creation. shit. I'm like, I rewound it, too, to make sure I Mm -hmm. heard him right the first time. I was like, wait, 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 what? (laughs) Because after these last few episodes, I've been like, he's just Dr. Frankenstein. And then then when I was watching that one, I was like, oh, shit. He is. (laughs) I mean, he's got a bat called Igor. 
The signs are there. And Igor does help him in the uh, the shop. You saw he was like holding the cigar or something earlier. Uh, he he brings him a couple different things. But yeah. Yeah. So. But was he holding a cigar earlier in this episode? I can't remember. I don't remember if it was a cigar or a screwdriver. And then Igor just drops it. Yeah. I think if it was a cigar, it would be funny because then he's like, oh, yeah, you don't need this. Because smoking's bad. <laughs> Not back then. Well, maybe that's what the message of this show was trying to do, Tivis. I don't Jeez. think anyone even realized it was bad back then. That's, no, was, they, didn't, they didn't care. No, it's like another decade or two before they started coming out. You know, hey, oh. probably cancer. But yeah, so in the episode, <laughs> Grandpa does admit, basically admit to creating Herman. So we and got that. being present. Yes. Uh, so... Igor made uh, Herman then. <laughs> we get the, the ending shot is Eddie going back to the family where yep. Lily is like, oh, Eddie's a, a, you know, a real man now. And grandpa makes a comment that they kind of no, they don't end the show with this. Yeah. But it's like, what does he mean? Because he talks about, yeah, he didn't even do it the easy way like you, Herman. <laughs> what does he mean? <laughs> Like becoming a man as in being created, like Herman was made out of body parts. Well, we also have Herman talking about being a kid. Yeah, that was a few episodes ago, though. So some things are just throwaway things in this in this series. I, found. I, I wonder, is it an innuendo? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we end the show with the robot now converted I, Go ahead. So as, since you said it, I did when he first said that, I did think he was making like a sexual joke, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, hooking up with my daughter type thing. But yeah. the, I, I thought about it. I was like, maybe he's talking about him actually being made into a man. Literally. <laughs> That's what I thought. I'm like, which, which way are they leaning with this joke? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows with that one? <laughs> yeah uh finish us out tivis oh the episode we get the robots rebuilt and it's turned into a terrible joke machine that i want to throw into a compactor it's carrot top Uh, if carrot top was a robot (laughs) carrot top's funnier (laughs) and carrot top will kick your ass have you seen him he's jacked muscles don't mean that you can kick someone's ass (laughs) oh dude He's looking, he's, he's rivaling Goldberg. He's pretty big. And Goldberg almost big. killed someone a couple of years ago. It's just because he's a shitty wrestler. Well, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, the, the robot turns into a joke robot. And uh, that's the end of the episode, right? They close it right there? Yeah, that's, that's where it ends. And um, so last final thoughts on this episode from me. I'll go first and let you do your stuff and trivia. Um I enjoyed somewhat of it uh, once you realize where it's going, because it's just this this whole thing is just I, I bet you that these jokes were like something that the writers had written for other shows. And they were like, well, they never let us use them. So let's toss them all in here because they make no fucking sense. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, that's where I'm at with that. And uh, I do like, again, more of the development. I'm swear to God, you know, grandpa is Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it's really lean. It's like he, he could also be Jack the Ripper now. Uh, yeah, he can be everybody. You know, again, I'm. I had a lot of fun with this one. I'm. I don't think I had as much fun with this as the other one we talked no. about today. Yeah. But uh, this is not a bad. Like, oh, I just love this show so much. <laughs> uh, you know. Getting into the guests here, so so we can yeah. So this, this one is episode seven for people. That, uh, so you guys remember episode seven called Tin yep. Man, correct? Tin Can Man. Tin Can Man. Sorry, the Tin Man. Um, tin Can Man. There. Arch Johnson played uh, Mr. Taggett, who uh, he was in. Uh, he played John Kelly and General Zachary Kane in the 1977 Wonder Woman. Ooh. Uh Commissioner Sam Hart in the Bionic Woman. Ooh. And uh various people, including Uncle Albert. This was another Uncle Albert in Bewitched. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Dick Simmons played Mr. Balding. So he was in like three very strong female-led shows. Mm-hmm. Nice. I, I, uh, I like Kathleen, all those shows, so <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Kathleen O'Malley was the wife. Okay. The wife yeah. to who? I don't know. That's just what they're credited as. There was no other. Uh, she played Sister Kathleen in the A-Team, though. The wife. I'm trying to think of who she could have been. Maybe she was the mom that was on stage? Could be. I'm not know. sure. It's just, yeah. yeah. Uh, Rand Brooks was the man. Uh, he played Conway in The Green Hornet. The, the good version, not the terrible movie that Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen should regret. I like that movie, man. Uh, Grow up. <laughs> Rand. Oh, I just read that. D. Carroll as the first woman. Okay. And uh, Murray Alper as the second man. Wow, they just didn't even try. <laughs> no. I love uh, B-Cast. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so... I already said the Tin Man looked like a, a creation of the Adventures of Superman, mm-hmm. which ran from 52 to 58. That was the uh, black and white version. Yeah. 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 Color didn't come around till the 60s. Yeah. Uh, so. Which they yeah, had so color my, when they did this. Or maybe it was towards the end, because I know Star Trek was in the 60s as well, but they were. uh uh, late they 60s. might have because I know the pilot that eventually got released, the unaired pilot in 2004, is in color. Yeah, 1939 was when it was first introduced, actually. Okay, but the TVs didn't become, you know, actually affordable oh, for common homes until way later. Like I remember my grandpa telling me the first the color TV they had was literally a black and white TV where they so, put a sheet of colored paper over top yeah. of it. Sorry, it was 1953 when the first complete electronic okay. color TV system was done, which means a lot of people probably didn't even have colored TV no. until the late sixties. So, no. cause I, it, you gotta uh, think how another, long did it take for people to get, you know, I mean, a yeah. lot of people don't even have 4k TV still. And that's been out for a good eight years now. No. Yeah. Cause e- years, even, um, another like show that I watched back then, uh, uh, 
back then i wasn't alive back then but from that era uh <laughs> but uh, the uh, bbc production uh doctor who uh the bbc started mandating colored uh versions that are shows in the 70s so yeah okay so my spotlight this week is on beverly owen who plays M- marilyn uh for now uh <laughs> She was born uh, May 13th, 1937, and unfortunately, she passed away a couple years ago, uh, 2019 in February. Uh, her first acting credit was as Linda Elliott number two in As the World Turns, uh, which was a series that ran from 56 to 2010. She was in it between 61 and 64. And this is our current Marilyn, right? Yes. Uh, her last credited appearance was as Marilyn Monsters when the unaired pilot aired. Uh, her last actual acting credit was as Dr. Paula McCrane in Another World, which was way back in uh, 1971 to 72. So she quit acting, you know, not long after this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, she literally only had played seven people over her entire career. But they were in shows, right? So they were longer yes. running. Yeah. I could see that. I mean, back then, too, like they weren't like the rock and being in every freaking movie in the summertime (laughs) or some shit, you know. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, we're on this. Who do you think the rock would play if he played one of these characters? Oh, if he had to got to pick one of these characters. Yeah. Um, For what I think or for what I know you got a picture of. What, what do you think <laughs> well i think i think the rock would be a good uh he would not be a good herman i wouldn't pick him for herman for sure no i would go i would have him be a male version of Marilyn. all right i was leaning more towards grandpa because i think he could get that humor <laughs> i think chris hemsworth would be a better grandpa <laughs> We're not talking about Chris Hemsworth. We're talking about the rock. But I do think the rock would be a better ideal for Marilyn's a male version of the Marilyn character, because Mm -hmm. then you could have him because he's super muscular. He looks good. All that shit. And playing off of all that and try to uh, guess the cast list to uh, Rob Zombie's upcoming film and who he would pick. I think they've already released it. Did they? Yeah. Well, I haven't looked at it, so we can make a list and then look at it and see how close we are. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, because I think they're starting shooting already by now. Um, awesome. So do you have any last words on today's episode, man? Or today's two oh, episodes? Dude, I'm having so much fun with the show. <laughs> awesome. I'm enjoying this as well, and I'm learning a lot more crap about the monsters than I thought I would ever know in my life. Mm-hmm. So it's been pretty oh, cool. Yeah to uh learn so with that said tibis any last comment happy halloween happy halloween i almost forgot (laughs) and happy thanksgiving apparently (laughs) (laughs) all right with that said guys uh we will catch you next time when we take another stroll down 1313 mockingbird lane the lesson i want you to learn is it doesn't matter what you look like Black or yellow or white, it doesn't matter. What does matter 
and the strength of your character.